Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We've got Colonel Denny Gillum. He joins us live talking about his latest book. And uh, th- th- this book is absolutely, absolutely amazing. Now, uh, you mentioned uh, you had some help in running the book. You had a, a co- uh, co-host that kind of helped uh, crack the whip on and, and keeping you, you know, focused and everything. Kind of talk a little bit about struggles of writing the book. Oh, yeah. Uh, again, this was, uh, of all the things I've done, writing-wise, this is the easiest because it was, again, a series of short things. But um, just a reminder that we, ha- we we set a goal, we got to meet the goal, word content, flow. Uh, if you're going to write in the first person, write in the first person. Don't keep wandering around. The discipline of writing in good English uh, doesn't mean you can't use slang occasionally, but you use it appropriately. Uh, punctuation and pictures and you know uh, the stuff I never thought about but uh, Skip Skip Coriel my co-host uh, knows a lot about that stuff and, uh, headlines and introductions to different creating chapters and how to do all that uh, it's not just throwing a bunch of words together uh, which is what I thought it was when I agreed to do it yeah uh, there's a whole lot more to it. Uh, formatting and does this story come before that story logically and if so, why? And, uh, for example, I served at two ROTC units. I, I was the second commander of the ROTC unit at Stanford University back in the 70s when we were being thrown off campus. And then uh, in the, well, in the 90s, I, the 80s, I, was, I ran the ROTC University of Tampa. So I put those two experiences together, even though chronologically they didn't follow, but the, the storyline sort of felt worked better. It's that kind of discipline that makes sense to the reader, not just to the writer, that I think gave Skip the biggest challenge. But I was, I was a pretty good student, and uh, the fact that my wife is a very good uh, editor, uh, that helped too. So... Uh, the discipline of setting timelines and meeting them for the most part and, and uh, recognizing that despite how wonderful I, wonderfully I write, uh, it's got to meet the, the standards of the book. It's got it's to meet the standards of the editor slash publisher. Uh, I'm not that ego-oriented most of the time, so, but I understand that some people who can be, that can be a, an ego issue. Yes. I want to say this, well, I want you to say that, that kind of thing. I didn't have to go through that, or maybe once or twice kind of thing, but not regularly. Uh, but, it, you know, as casually as I make it sound, it, it took some discipline. It took some just plain hard work and cranking it out, but it was fun work for me. We've got Colonel Denny Gillum with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast, and he is uh, 
written an incredible, incredible book. Uh, retired U.S. Army serviceman of 22 years and recipient of seven Valor Awards in combat. And he joins us today here in our lineup media presentation. Now, our next topic here with the Colonel is uh, this uh, a, a story that a lot of folks have been talking about and a lot of a lot of different things that people are concerned with, and that's terrorists in the backyard. And it, and it seems that uh, a lot of people always talk about the real terror threat is in America. Um, with all your experience uh, in in you know basically in the military and and being around everybody, um, what 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 do you make of, of some of the different uh, lone wolves and some of the different organizations that are that are potentially training terrorists right here in America? Well, it's a real fact when you think about it that in the last twenty years we have had some very serious enemies who really would like to see us dead. And the bulk of them are radical Islamists. Uh, The bulk of the terror in the world today is done by radical Islamists. That is not to say all Muslims are terrorists. They're certainly not. But it's, it's ignoring the truth to ignore if you don't realize that the bulk of all terror of any kind anywhere in the world today is done by radical Islamists. So we have to look there. And particularly in the last eight years, our nation has done a horrible job of engaging in cyber warfare, particularly cyber defense. So that's, to use ISIS and China as two examples, they have basically kicked our tails in the, in the cyber area. That's why ISIS is recruiting people on Facebook, online. You can go online and take a course in how to ride a bomb or how to drive a car into a bunch of people. Uh, And we're not doing anything about that. I think that's turning around now, but uh, we're very, very vulnerable. And one thing immature American youth are, if nothing else, is copycats. Uh, So we have been penetrated. The fact that it's only starting to come out occasionally, well... You probably know from the news that ISIS is losing in Syria. They're, they're, they control a lot of turf. They've, they've lost much of it, and they're probably going to lose the rest of it in the next two or three months. And that is sort of their main turf. But the fact is that they lose that turf doesn't mean they lose the war, because they're fight- I think the recent attack in London was their way of saying, Hey, you can beat us on the ground here, but we're everywhere. And I think those kind of things are going to start happening much more often. I think we have to be very, very aware. And while I'm very much in agreement that we have to be, America is about being tolerant and welcoming of other people, we still have to recognize that the bulk of all terror in the world today is brought about by radical Islamists. And when people come here, as citizens, as immigrants, in any kind of way, and they want us to change our lifestyle, stop serving pork and restaurants Oh, yeah. <laughs> I see them. those stories all the time. You know, you don't have a right not to be offended. Uh, if I say something that offends you, you can hang up on me. You can stop listening to me. You can ignore me. But you don't have the right not to be offended. Uh, but there are those in our country today that are taking that approach. Uh, they don't want to be Americans, they want to change us. Uh, 
I, I say that's the beginning of terrorism. It's making demands, and too many of us say, oh, yes, we should stop doing that. Oh, yes, we need to bend over. And No, we don't. We can accept you for who you are. You will accept us for who we are. And I think American parents have to spend time explaining to their children that America is a proud country. It's, we're not perfect. By a long, long, long shot, we're not perfect. But we are the standard in the world for freedom justice and, and and rights and looking out for the rights of people uh, and we need to be proud of America we need to be standing up for America we need to be supporting our government even if you don't like everything they're doing uh, you know certainly vote however you want to and, and, and I, I defend with my life your right to go out and protest that's fine but not violence uh, not attacking people's wives and kids uh, that stuff's out of hand, and I think it's the role of the American parent to build the culture in their children and future generations that that's not America. Not only do we not do it, we don't tolerate it when other people want to do it. We've got turn. We've got a uh, amazing, amazing guest with us today. Colonel Denny Gillum joins us, and uh, we're talking in this segment uh, here on Lineup Media about terrorists in the backyard, the homegrown terror threat, and uh, it poses a huge problem for U.S. law enforcement as lone wolves are not communicating via email or on the phone with foreign terrorist organizations. Well, what do you make of some of these folks that just take it upon themselves? to go do terrorism and then turn around and, and, and when they're either caught or questioned or whatever, oh, well, I did it because I am an Al-Qaeda member. And they <laughs> and they, they, they had no direction from any of these organizations. They just did well, it see, to do it. Well, but that's right. And that's the, that's the strength of ISIS and the other radical Islamist groups. You can be a lone wolf. You, they got trained online. Uh, they, you know, the, the parent company outfit didn't even know they were there that's the strength of it that they you know you don't need a bomb you can go just borrow or steal a truck and drive it into a crowd of people and start shooting people uh they are equipping the goofies in our country uh, you're right about to that. be serious damage serious killers and we need to stop that. We need to be on those online group things and blocking them and knocking them down. Uh, we need to be chasing and tracing the people that, are, that, that log on to them and find out what's going on. Because it's going to get worse. It's not going to get better. Because this is working. And uh, this, this is a scary thing. And, and in line with that, Saudi Arabia, our so-called ally, uh, if you and I decided that we wanted convert to Islam today and wanted to start a mosque, build a mosque, we could go to Saudi Arabia, they'll give us the money for it. Because the state religion of Saudi Arabia is Wahhabi sect Islam, which is one of the most radical sects in the world. And all the books and all the preachers and everybody they send to our mosque will be radical Islamists preaching the death to all infidels thing in our country. Uh, and we need to realize that is happening. That I certainly don't mean that all the mosques in America are built that way. They aren't. The ones in my community aren't. They, they took five or ten years and raised money, and, and they're good Americans uh, of faith. Uh, but Saudi Arabia is, and has been for decades, been penetrating our country through 
their national religion. Uh, so this is a serious threat, and we need to do a lot more about it than just talk about it. We've got a, a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our lineup media presentation. And uh, in this segment, we are discussing uh, terrorists in the backyard. And uh, Colonel Gillum, that the, there is there is a lot of folks out there that uh, they're they're worried about uh, ISIS and Al Qaeda and some of these different organizations. But uh, should they be worried about some of these folks that they that that quote unquote get called terrorists that are right here in our backyard, like militias and things like that? Where, where, where do you come down on those folks? That's an interesting thing. You know, in one respect, a militia, which would be a community just arming themselves to defend, that's how America started. Uh, uh, we didn't have anybody else to defend us. Uh, the problem is we do have other groups. I'm not opposed to militias particularly, but I don't want to join one either. Uh, but, you know, if we lived in a rural part of the some state, we were neighbors, and, uh, and we sort of banded together to a, a super community watch kind of thing. That makes sense to me. Uh, community watches make sense. Uh, I don't know that we need to be running patrols out in the woods, but uh, certainly some goofy things can happen. You know, our country's going broke. We have, you know, in the last eight years, the total national debt our nation had accumulated through its entire life, in the last eight years it got doubled. And that money wasn't spent fixing infrastructure, uh, rebuilding roads, anything like that. I don't know where the money went. We can't afford to do a lot of the things we need to do to stop terrorism and do other things. Uh, this is going to be an issue. And might we get hit with something goofy like uh, an attack on our power grids? And might that be an issue? And might some kind of local organization be a good idea then? So I'm not advocating militias and that kind of thing. Uh, but I can understand why people would feel that way. Uh, and as far as the lone wolf type people, I think they are pure evil. Uh, in many cases, they're just not bright people who are looking for some way to identify and do something that is cool in their mind. Uh, but they're real, they are enemies. Uh, those kind of people need to be de dealt with very severely. Uh, I would even advocate that Congress pass a, something functionally equivalent to a declaration of war, that if you do that, you are not a criminal, you are an enemy of the United States, and you are to be found and shot, much as if you were a Nazi in the United States during World War II trying to kill people. Uh, I don't know that I would formally advocate that as a law, but it's, it's the kind of thing we need to think about, because we need to make the consequences more serious. We've got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our 